0: Previously on my best friend's journal. I love having a mustache. Peter hates it so much that I can't keep it for very long. You talked about your love for would you rather's. Mm-hmm. Would you rather give your dad a blowjob <laughs> or eat out your mom?
1: Give my dad a blowjob for a few reasons. One, <laughs> our relationship is already shattered. So <laughs> what difference does it make?
0: <laughs> and we've been referring to it as butt pancake because the guy hops up on the counter with batter dripping down his leg, sits and expels batter onto the griddle and makes a fucking pancake. (laughs) It's tragic in that it was a high school musical production of The Music Man and I played a 40-year-old mayor. I played Harold Tail in middle school. I cannot imagine anything worse than seeing an 8th grader fucking sing Trouble in River City. That makes me sad. A
1: tone-deaf middle schooler singing (laughs) 76 trombones. Trouble was fine.
0: Five years ago he got a book To hold my private thoughts And now we're gonna take a peek Grab a drink! Or smoke some pot Your private thoughts let aloud How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote This shit might get too real Nothing here is sacred I'm haunted by my past It's called my best friend's journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this theme a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast.
1: folks. May I have your attention, please? Attention, please! I can deal with the trouble of friends with a wave of this hand. His hairy hand. Please observe me if you will. He played Professor Harold Hill.
0: And I'm here to organize a River City boy band. No, he's really not. We're here (laughs) to record a podcast, but it happens to be episode 76, and that reminded us of... 76 trombones led the big parade
1: with 110 chords. No, that's not at all what we're here for. Um, It is our (laughs) 76th episode,
0: though, so we had to, like you said. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Music Man Welcome. Uh, High School Production by Cam and Mike. I was Harold Hill. He was no, no you I were- was Mayor Shin. He was
1: Harold. I'm Hill. to upgrade your ass. No, nope. you got the part you got.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you never matched pitch the whole
1: time you performed it. It was tragic, tragic. But we've been over that. <laughs> Even actually, we were practicing this in the wings of this podcast, Nook, um, and I I tried to sing it and it just
0: like instinctively was very wrong. I was like, 76, 76 trombones, let the big parade, uh, old habits die hard. Welcome to my best friend's journal. I'm Cam. I'm Mike. How are you, friend? I'm good. I just went on a brisk little walk good. and it was delightful.
1: We're on the verge of too cold for a, for a lengthy walk, but I'm enjoying it while it's still here. What will you do in the wintertime?
0: Will you bundle up or will you just hibernate for months? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's going to be dark. You better be available. (laughs) I will be more available than I have been these days. Hey, guess what? What? Peter's back. I'm no longer banging around this big old house by myself. Oh, good. Have you traded that with banging around your big old
1: husband by yourself?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. We get to this earlier and earlier every week, but roll the theme. Your
1: gayest moment already? Yes. gay, gay, gay.
0: I'm not going to give you too many details, but uh, my gayest moment was absolutely reconnecting with my loving husband after five weeks apart. What does reconnecting mean? Um, Spending quality time together.
1: Like Scrabble, knitting, that kind of stuff? Yeah,
0: 100%. Yeah. Cool. Um, I have
1: -hmm. to point out that I hate to bring it up one more time because it's been so many times everyone's going to be over it, but you have a freshly shaved mustache again, and I only say it because you haven't had a mustache for the last five or so weeks. I happen to know specifically that your husband hates your mustache, and so I find it hysterical that the second he comes home, you put that baby back on.
0: (laughs) You put that baby, 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 (laughs) baby. Listen, the fact that I had a scraggly-ass beard uh, the last few times you saw me has nothing to do with the fact that I wanted to have a beard. It had everything to do with the fact that I was living like a hobo for the past five (laughs) weeks. I mean, truly like days without seeing people just in a dirty construction zone of a house. I personal grooming took a serious backseat. And so I wasn't really like paying attention to like, I I probably shaved my head. I usually shave it once every three days. I probably shaved it three times in five weeks. It was Not great. So I was just kind of putting my head down, hammering, working hard, really long days and not like didn't have the energy to make myself look nice. So when it came time to go pick him up from the airport, I was like, I'm going to wear clothes. (laughs) Real ass clothes, I'm going to put on jeans and I'm going to shave my head. And also that included trimming my beard and, you know, returning to my mustachioed ways. Was not intentionally to piss him off or I, I also didn't intentionally not have it while he was here it was just lazy
1: also like not that he's pissed off he doesn't really care what you decide to do with your face of course and le- not. I mean he does care what you decide to do with your face <laughs> he does have opinions about what I do with my face in some situations uh-huh, Yeah, depending on where you're putting it um, well that seems like a <laughs> Seems like a reasonable gayest moment for a man who's been without his lover for five weeks. Does lover diminish lover. the fact that he's your
0: husband? Yikes. It doesn't diminish it, but it does gross me the fuck out. I hate the word lover. Me too,
1: especially when someone. Usually in movies or older sitcoms, introduces someone as their lover. I'm uh-huh. like, is
0: that the best word we can find? Oh, God. I know. It's almost, uh, I, this is going to sound like a diversion, but it's it reminds me of like when people say they're trying to get pregnant, and all I can think about is like, okay, so you're just like, f- you know, filled to the brim with him. Uh, <laughs> I do feel as though when people say, hi, this is my lover so-and-so, I'm like, all I can think about is them having sex. It, yeah. It's not a subtle term.
1: It does put the focus on the sex, because otherwise you would say, this is my boyfriend girlfriend my partner my spouse my fiance but but
0: you wouldn't go into a dinner party and be like this is my sex partner so and so (laughs) which is the exact thing that you're saying when you say lover i suppose lover
1: could be considered a little more um couth Uh, (laughs) is the opposite of Uncouth? Couth? One can be
0: couth. It just seems weird. You never hear couth. Like, no one's ever like, that was very couth. Yeah, no, you're right. That's not how we use that word. But one can absolutely be very couth. <laughs> one can also be uncouth, as you would know. Hum, um, hum, speaking hum. of uncouth, can I give you my gayest moment? Is it uncut?
1: Um, No, but it, you're in oh, the neighborhood. I thought that's where we were going. Okay. Okay, so... I want to preface this by saying I don't actually watch that much porn because now this is like Liar. my second. I, thank you. I knew that was coming from you. <laughs> this is my <laughs> second uh, gayest moment. It's going to involve porn recently. But the thing is like. I'm, Thou doth protest too much. <laughs> okay. Go ahead and shove your mustache in somewhere <laughs> bad. <laughs> Good one. Keep going. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so I just. The only reason the the porn gayest moments are coming is because there's not a lot of um, external stimuli. Yeah, I'm not doing much. So like that's, you know, some of my gear mm-hmm. moments are going to be by myself. Obvi. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Dick in hand. So I have many times it, it's not unusual for me to see two dicks in one person. Oh, but oh, never a g- good old DP situation. Yeah, but or an ne- Eiffel
0: Tower or a Chinese finger trap. Chinese finger trap. Um, I think that that's what they call it when someone's getting it in the vagina and the beehole at the same time. The Chinese finger trap? Yeah. You remember those Chinese finger traps? They're yeah. Little, I, and I know what they are, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but the whole point is
1: that your, your fingers get stuck. So it's just an evocative image <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. back to the point. I've often seen two dicks in one person in any of those forms, but I have never seen two dicks on one person. Um, hmm? so a new first for me, it's like laying gently upon someone's body. No, I saw one person. I didn't see their face cause it was blocked out. One person had two dicks and I knew, uh, mm, mm,
0: mm, mm,
1: mm, no, I knew mm, this like, was certainly a thing out there somewhere because like, there's so many, like there's plenty of people out there with an extra finger, an extra nipple, all kinds of things. Yeah. It would make sense that someone out there has two dicks. I had just never seen it. Um, they were like turned in. Like the heads were at the top of the heads were facing each other. They were both kind of sideways. You know what I mean? Oh, they're like looking at each
0: other straight in the eye. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They didn't. (laughs) Wait, hold on. Did they like, did they share a base and then split further up or were they like, were they like separate from the jump? Like coming out of the person's abdomen as two separate penises.
1: I liken it to like a a tree that splits right at the ground.
0: So, so like a, a Y, but with a lower, with like a low vertical post. Yeah.
1: Um, I specifically okay.
0: had a tree like that in my backyard
1: growing up, which is why I've equated it. Um, so,
0: these two dicks would be a, would form a good
1: climbing tree, is what you're telling me. I don't know because he was, you know, playing with it, and neither one was getting hard. And I'm wondering if it was more difficult because there's you're, you're dividing the blood, you know.
0: Uh huh. It was
1: interesting. It, yeah. My, it, were they identical? the penises. I didn't look that hard, honestly. it was it was pretty okay. quick. It wasn't terribly hot. It was more fascination. Um, what made you click
0: on that video Were you like, this can't be real?
1: I saw two dicks, and I was like, I obviously need to know what this
0: is, and it was exactly what mm-hmm. it looked like. What do you mean? what made me click? Would you not click? Uh, I don't know. like it depends on if I were in the mood to like it's kind of like that there's some things that are fascinating that are completely unsexy. so it would depend on what mood I was in, you know if I was like ready to um, blow my top. I might, uh, I might forego something that wouldn't really, really turn me on too much.
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying. I was more in a mood of like, we're just killing time, so we might as well watch this as well. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. We,
1: <laughs> I. It left me wondering if I had a child with two penises. I would absolutely like tell everybody I knew, and I wonder if if the mother, like the mo- the mother of this person, absolutely know is like Ooh. surely knows, obviously must know obviously, that yeah. the child has uh-huh. two penises. Do you think the mother goes out and tells people? I brought this up to Janine, and she was like, "No, I think as a mother, you like to do everything to protect, and you don't want to." I'm like, "I don't know. If I was in that position, I would be fascinated and want input and share it, but also as yeah, it, I don't if know. it was
0: like a baby, then probably telling close friends, yes. As your, if you have an adult son and you're an old lady walking around talking about your son's genitals, no matter what, is going to be off putting. So that's probably a I, no. You,
1: we can assume I meant as a baby, but <laughs> can we? <but laughs> But then that info doesn't go away, you know, like, so, so then it spread, then you get rumors. So so then
0: like, yeah, so all his like, you know, aunts and uncles and like close relatives or like his mom's closest friends probably always looked at him, you know, with like wary eyes, like snake eyes. (laughs) Yeah. yikes mike it's too much uh could you draw a picture so we can put it on instagram
1: i mean i'm not a great artist i could try and put the video up right on instagram but i feel like that 'll get
0: flagged yeah i feel like it would okay well use your imagination google it if you need to uh I bet there's plenty of examples if you're specifically looking are you watching anything other than porn these days <laughs> anything that you can recommend to the people
1: it is mostly porn um but i do <laughs> have to take breaks when i start to chafe you know oh
0: my god
1: your poor <laughs> abused body i'm kidding uh, <laughs> Um besides porn I am watching some holiday movies. I started to dip my toes into the the Christmas genre, but I'm trying to, you know, do it slowly across the season. Mm-hmm. I there's a few new holiday movies on Netflix which I'm like interested in seeing, but I'm more of a classic person. But in The New Worlds, um Dash and Lily, I had almost no interest in seeing because it looks kind of like crap. Um I watched about- Dash
0: and Lily. Is it about a dog and a cat? It sounds like Oh, it should be, shouldn't it? it? Would be. Like Tom and Jerry. Yeah.
1: Um that's a cat and a mouse, but you know. Um, mm-hmm. No, it's it's like a cutesy. I've, I've only seen two episode, three episodes so far, and I wouldn't have watched it, but somebody whose opinion I respect posted it on Instagram, and I was like, okay. And it's <laughs> cute. It's a Christmas like TV show as opposed to a movie, so it's a little easier to digest. So, Interessante. I yeah. feel like that's
0: a whole new, uh, whole new genre.
1: It was fun for a bunch of reasons. One, it takes place in New York, and they're very specific about a bunch of the places. The Strand is kind of the main hub of the... Uh, narrative, and then they also go to, like, Two Boots Pizza, which is was next door to where I do improv, so that was fun to see.
0: Is Two Boots um, Pizza
1: vegan? They Do they have vegan pizza? Yeah, they usually have, like, three different vegan
0: slices. Um, I went there with you. You did. For having never lived in NYC, I do like to catch a reference. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. It makes it way more fun. Uh, the cast is also great and super diverse. They actually look like a reflection of New York City as opposed to you know the same old Hollywood people and yeah. Vanessa Hudgens, who I believe is becoming the queen <laughs> of the holiday movie. Mm-hmm. Um, in the non-holiday genre, I recently watched *I Am Greta*, mm. which is obviously about the Swedish climate activist, and it was just super inspirational. She is such an impressive, uh, I guess, girl.
0: She's not quite a woman yet. Would you say that she's not a girl, not yet a woman? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually, Britney makes a <laughs> appearance in the movie, and they go over it. And, and I am Greta. Yeah, Britney and Greta were both at the uh, UN climate summit.
0: And <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought there was like going to be some sort of reference or something. God damn it! <laughs>
1: uh, how about you? You watching I anything
0: good? Hate you. No, I'm watching the inside of this house. Oh, you know what? What? I started watching the new season of The Crown, and I'm already sad because you know we only get two seasons of each cast, and uh-huh. this is I, I love this cast so much. I'm not ready to say goodbye to them at the end of the season. Olivia Colman is perfect. I do love her. I need to get back into it. I kind of stopped in the middle of season two. I was liking it. It just kind of fell off, you know? It's slow TV that you have to actually watch if you want to get anything from it, which is hard TV to watch unless you make an effort to do so. It's no Emily in Paris, that's for sure. (laughs) I fucking hate you. Um, I did see that Netflix tried to break the internet the other day because they told everyone that... um, Emily in Paris is actually supposed to be pronounced Emily in Perry. So it rhymes. And everyone was like, uh, no, that's, um, that's not, that is garbage. Yeah. I have never seen it.
1: And now I promise I never will. <laughs> the emphasis is all wrong. It would then be uh, Emily, not
0: Emily. Take it up with the people at Netflix. I don't know. I just saw the tweet.
1: Um, all right. Trash TV aside, anything else you must tell the people before we get into another rousing game of what's in your journal?
0: In my journal. Well, <laughs> It is episode 76, so um, could we just get um, just a quick dramatic reading of the entirety of the Declaration of Independence?
1: As much as I'd love to, there's only one 76 in my heart for this episode. Take it away, maestro! 76, from old, the point. 110 gets away.
0: So we're in October of 2015. Still. Still, we're getting out of this goddamn month today. Please do remind us where we are, though. We are finishing up that gig at Schmushmartens. I believe we said we have about a week left. Okay, so it is October 26th. Oh, no, you got a flat tire. So this is still with Twinkle Toes, I'm assuming? Yeah, it's my worst fucking... It's my worst nightmare. It's a flat tire. I hate flat tires. Um, Also, like, you hate car trouble in general, and this car has been in and out of the shop, and you got a flat. So you did say, though, that Virginia Department of Transportation came along and fixed it immediately very lucky. I know. What a cool fucking program i was pulled over and they they're just like i guess constantly
1: driving up and down the highway or wherever i was and they just saw me pulled over and fixed my flat oh that's so nice i know also i think it was like nice enough day out so no big deal but i feel like every time i've had car trouble in the last few years it's always like pouring too it's only ever raining when i need to get out get out of the car and do Uh some shit you know
0: (laughs) yeah remember that time that we drove 80 miles an hour down a median pouring rain and uh where was it tennessee
1: (laughs) yeah it was tough it was tough. I can't believe nothing happened. That car was fine, we were fine, like it just uh-huh. pulled right back onto the highway
0: like it was nothing. Honestly, it makes me sweaty even think about it. that was a that was a very close call. Is um, it making you sweaty or that poop you said was sitting in the top of your colon
1: right now? Oh
0: that wasn't even on mic you dick (laughs) oh sorry (laughs) not sorry (laughs) no you're not i was saying off mic that i have like i can tell that it's there um you know the load if you will um (laughs) it's a much grosser way of saying that also it Um, makes it sound
1: like semen we're we're literally talking about
0: fecal matter here
1: yeah don't say fecal
0: matter gross everyone just turned off their headphones
1: (laughs) yeah Um, that was the last strike (laughs)
0: I've got something to brew in, but it's sitting up high. I need for it to like drop into p- position a la a baby when it's ready to start pushing, you know, mm-hmm. does the baby push or does the mother push? <laughs> the baby does. They're, they're very hard workers. Traditionally. <laughs> I have heard that. <laughs> um, the end of October 26th, you did say that one of the people that worked in admin at, uh, made your co-worker take down that wicked video that you took last episode and you said really annoying <laughs> all caps i remember her making such a big deal
1: out of this for this video that like no one's gonna see it was just for our amusement and it was just like right. why why there must be other things to care about there simply must this is also a republican by the way she's a republican
0: yeah Ew. I know. For being, uh, didn't she do our costumes in that show that we did together? And she was like all up, like had like gay friends. I don't know. Anyone that has close gay friends and considers them a Republican is broken. She's been around.
1: She's friends with all of our friends. I,
0: it was like a shocking moment when
1: I found out she was a Republican. We're at our, our local dive bar and somehow political parties came up. Fun bar talk, in in other words. (laughs) I know, I'm a fucking drag everywhere I go. Um, anyway, I must have made some comment about Republicans being stupid, you know how I do. Uh-huh. And she was like, well, I'm a Republican. And I don't remember exactly how the conversation went, but something along the lines of me being like, I don't I don't get it. And her saying something like, well, socially is whatever, but I'm fiscally conservative. And I'm just like, bull fucking shit. Uh, I can't stand that we, garbage. We can't say
0: that anymore. We cannot. It, just, it doesn't. It actually... Doesn't hold any water because you're not fiscally conservative, like Republican. Like you're anti taxes is what you mean by fiscally conservative. You're anti taxes for your tax bracket, but you are not fiscally conservative because Republicans are awful for the national debt.
1: Also, Republicans are awful. Period.
0: (laughs) Um, on the on the October twenty seventh, you brought Twinkle Toes to Costco for new tires feel bad about all the money that the car has been for the host family. Uh, I'm using this car. Nobody else needs it. And
1: they're putting money into it. And that is no, I, well, I feel awful.
0: <laughs> that's fair. But you were there for like two months. You didn't make them. You didn't make the tires bald. You know what I mean? Like if it needed new tires, and need new tires. You just happened to be there at that time. Yeah. You worked on frog and toad music and made sweet love to no. you made sweet <laughs> potato shepherd's pie. Um, On October 28th, secret pumpkin shopping. Oh, like secret Santa's? Yeah. (laughs) Or secret summertime sunshines? Uh Uh-huh. Secret. Let's have fun and play with gifts. Uh Uh-huh. So you went secret pumpkin shopping and coffee, drove Sam's little sister to her dance lessons, skipped the Halloween party, looking at Frog and Toad. Um, Great. On the 29th, you cleaned, did laundry, bought gifts for your host's family, and made peanut butter cups for... Your secret pumpkin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's so stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It says it again. Okay. Secret pumpkin. October 30th, day before Halloween. We're almost there. Uh, It's your last weekend of shows. Secret pumpkin gifts. Pat got me Mrs. Doubtfire. Happy to have it. Uh, You got your first show off. I really do crush on the hot dork. Too bad he's, quote, straight. You really don't believe it. It's nice to like someone, though. Been a while. Taco uh. Bell with the crowd.
1: So when I first heard us talk about this a couple episodes ago, I'm like, it's not really kind. Like if someone – it's not – it's beyond not kind. It's like not helpful. If someone says they're straight, they're straight, and that's the end of it. Just the same way if someone says they're anything. So I don't love that I'm like making
0: these illusions, but <laughs> – You're making the illusions because it serves what you want in this moment. Well, like it is, also –
1: Sometimes when it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it smells like a duck, but its conservative family and religion tells it it's a goose. Um, it's hard to oh, believe yeah. that it's a duck. Been there exactly. Uh, maybe the religion is 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 uh, directing you more than your heart.
0: <laughs> yes, maybe he was born this way, but also nurture plays its part in in hiding that. So, so
1: anyway, I I just want to say if you you are what you say you are, and I'm sorry for you know insinuating otherwise. But sometimes other things get in the way, and that's just life. Other things get in the way. What is that? What are you doing? This is yes, I get it, Cam. You love to have sex with straight boys. No,
0: this was me being Jesus on the cross,
1: oh. <laughs> getting in the way. I thought you were showing me the size of your penis again. <laughs>
0: Oh, that was sacrilegious. Um, good thing we're not religious. <laughs> good thing. Also, going back real quick, isn't it just, like, fun to have a crush? Oh my God, it's so fun to have a crush, yes. Yeah, I, like... It's just a little crush. A hush. <laughs> I, like,
1: I forget it every time I don't feel it. Like, as we speak, I don't remember what that's like, you know? I can't, you can't conjure yeah. that feeling until it's happening.
0: It's not the same thing as, like, the the first kiss with someone new, but like, it's that same kind of like primal thrill. You know what I mean? Like I love kissing my husband. Don't get me wrong, but there's like a, there's something like very exciting about like when you, when you don't know what that's like, you know, or like Mm -hmm. getting your hands on someone for the first time. You're like, what's what's
1: say getting your hands in someone
0: (laughs) (laughs) on. on. I got to watch call me by your
1: name again. I need one of these, like these movies help me remember what those feelings are like. (laughs) Oh
0: my God. I so good. I
1: remember. So, I saw it twice in theaters, once with two gay guys, and we, like, loved it, all boo-hooing and stuff, and uh, then once again with a straight girl, and she didn't love it, and I was like, okay, I guess I get that, because, like, I don't know, I, I relate to it more, um, but I was recently watching Chelsea Handler's new stand-up special on HBO.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. So good. I fucking love her. She's so unafraid to just be, like, messy or be wrong or to correct herself or to grow. It's very, it's pretty interesting.
1: Totally. Um, It was good. The whole, she, the first half of her stand-up, I was like... I don't this. I don't know what kind of light this is painting you in. And that was kind of the point because then she went back and was like, and here's what I've learned from all this stuff. Um, so it was uh-huh. interesting. Anyway, she talks about not wanting to see some gay movie with a friend and complaining and like leaning over in the movie and be like, this is boring. And her friend being like, <laughs> or she was then relaying this to her therapist and her therapist was like, well, how many straight movies has your gay friend had to sit through that they probably thought were boring. And I was like, yeah, exactly.
0: Just made me think of that. Call me by your name. moment. That's uh, yeah. That's amazing. Call me by your name. I, yeah, actually one of my girlfriends was just talking to me the other day about how much she loved that movie. So it's not, uh, it's not only gay guys that liked it, but I I do get it that it would be like maybe a harder sell.
1: Yeah, I get that. I'm just saying I have had to sit through enough straight stories
0: to last me for the rest of my life. Sure. <laughs> yeah you spent the whole first half of your life totally (laughs) that's plenty i was uh, that was a joke on you being middle-aged but uh, you let it blow right past (laughs) is the joke more that i'm currently older
1: than i am or that i'm definitely gonna die young
0: (laughs) i was trying to call you old i I really try to avoid threatening people with young death with premature death i don't (laughs) think that's ever very funny October 31st, it's Halloween. All Hallows Eve. Second to last day of shows, your voice is busted and you're ready to go. Busted? Your host family came to the park. There were friends and family at every show. It wore me out, went home and packed. Oh, you're just the life of the party. You also mm-hmm. wrote in the margins here, uh, got mom a Cat Stevens album for her birthday. <laughs> ha. Why is that funny? Because
1: uh so my mom loves her serious XM in the car. She loves her 70s on 7. <laughs> And one time Cat Stevens comes on and even though she'd like never said anything about him to me before, I was like, oh, my God, you love Cat Stevens just randomly. And she was like, "Uh, no, I really don't. And I was like, oh, okay." And then like for months, every time he would come on, I would say the same thing. I'd be like, oh, my God, you love Cat Stevens. And she would always say, no, I really don't. (laughs) Um, Until finally I was like, mom. I, I know you don't. I, I've just been fucking with you because every single time I say that, you respond the exact same <laughs> way as though I've never said it before. And it's just become a running joke.
0: You are nothing if not a troll always. <laughs> to
1: this day, I still say you love Cat Stevens, but she's caught on now. Uh-huh. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my delightful son really makes me laugh. Do you know any Cat Stevens? I couldn't name a single Cat Stevens song.
0: Uh, yeah, Cats in the Cradle.
1: Oh, okay. I guess I could have named that, but I didn't know it was Cat Stevens.
0: So you couldn't have named any Cat
1: Stevens. <laughs> Cat in Stevens that in the cradle, but I can't name his songs.
0: <laughs> November first, final day. Everyone very huggy. Good group of people. <laughs> huggy. Uh, that's
1: funny. I can't do that anymore because of pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Remember hugs? Um, <laughs> I don't honestly. I've had so few this year. I could count them. I think
0: I've had ten hugs. That's not true. You had three months worth of hugs. When? And I hugged you at. January through March, betch. I wasn't getting many hugs then. Sure you were. I saw you once every week then. Okay. I hugged you hello and goodbye. I spent two weeks with you and I'm very huggy on just on a road trip every day.
1: We didn't. Did we hug every day? I don't
0: think we did. Probably not every day. um, Occasionally hug. It's nice to connect physically with people. It is. um, Cats in the cradle and silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man on the moon. When little boy blew a man on the moon. Oh man. <laughs> That's the words. <laughs> um, everyone is very huggy, good group of people. The super fans for your show brought props to participate in the last show. Very fun, losers. Actually- <laughs> said our goodbyes.
1: <laughs> I was gonna defend them. That is it is a lot, but uh it was super fun. There was a lot of there was I've said before, there was a bunch of improv moments where I usually at the same moments would come up, I would just make up a new thing every time, which got difficult six shows a day for you know, however long, um, I just have to pick a new joke each time. And so they like Uh would insert their own version of that joke. And they like, they threw stuff on stage. It was, I felt like I was doing Rocky horror. It was fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He does not believe me that it was fun. Honestly though, like the, the Rocky horror comparison that I can deal with. It's just like the people that came to see your show six times in one day and shit, you know, and then they brought, they popped out props for the last one. It's just, it's a lot. Um, but you said it was fun. Then you said your goodbyes. <gasps> you, went- you know what I thought of? Why? So, so
1: one of those moments was um, the brain. We would like hold a brain up in a jar and we put mm-hmm. a different label on it every so often. And one of the labels was Donald. <laughs> it was a tiny brain. and We made a joke about the tiny brain. <sighs> and this is in 2015 when he just looked like a fucking idiot instead of an actual threat. Yeah. Um, Anyway, at the beginning of the contract, everyone laughed and loved it. And as the season went on toward the end, the audience would boo when we would insult him. And that's when I should have known this bitch is going to win. Oh,
0: yeah. It, it was starting to happen. The tides were turning. People were not. I didn't even realize, though. I was like ashamed. These, like these fucking, fucking rednecks. fucking Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yikes. Um, <laughs> on November 2nd, got up at 3 a.m. for a flight. Walk- oh, 3 a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah walked oh, yeah. in the rain from where I parked Twinkle Toes got to rehearsal Chuck got me from the airport wait you went straight to rehearsal okay yeah that's why I took a 3am flight because I had rehearsal that day oh okay um you did all music I'm the least prepared <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, Mose and got a rental car, napped, and went over music.
1: I remember that I was like, "Oh fuck!" So this show is like, it's a kid <laughs> show, but surprisingly, as it's just five people and there's tight ass harmonies, which I'm mm-hmm. usually pretty good at. I can and, pick up pretty, and
0: wet ass pussies.
1: And there's wet ass pussies. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> children's show. Um, but anyway, I was like, "Yeah, well, I'll just kind of learn the music on the first day and come back." And everyone knew it, but me. And I was like, "Oh." fuck fuck, I'm the asshole this time. I mean, I'm usually the asshole, but I'm the
0: unprepared asshole this time. On the third, you had a blocking rehearsal for Frog and Toad. Not too terribly stressful, but a lot pretty quick. Ordered vegan pizza. Wish I had a kitchen.
1: I'm living in a hotel again, so that's why I'm craving a kitchen.
0: Um, on the fourth of November, you ran the show a couple of times, went home and worked on it a lot. Can't get to very simple melodies. Don't know what's wrong with me.
1: Oh, that's the fucking <laughs> Sometimes worst. Sometimes that should will happen. Seventy-six
0: trombones. (laughs) It'll, uh, yeah, sometimes things just kind of evade you a little bit. Um, I feel like there's been plenty of times where I've been trying to learn music, and I just, like, my brain... Try it, like thinks it knows what the melody is, and so it's like learned wrong before I even really learn what the so it's like uh-huh. I'm unlearning before I'm learning. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, you like don't even know you're doing it wrong until you're doing it against someone who's doing it right, and you're like, Oh god, that's awful.
0: Ran show for your director and was so pissed at myself for messing so much up. Feel like a weak link. Went home and surprised mom and Weibo. Oh. Hey Rose, that, that's like a good and bad thing.
1: I being the weakest link, like, I don't want to be the weakest link. It's nice if everyone's good, but I'm like, I. It's nice to be responsible for myself. I'm like, if I'm the weakest link, then I'm proud of my cast, and I know I can pull it together. You know?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It's much better that than be with a bunch of people that are going to embarrass you on stage.
1: There's usually one average or awful lead singer, but there's not oh. usually <laughs> it's not usually a whole cast anyway. I guess that's me this time. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> In someone else's journal, your average <laughs> lead singer. <laughs> That's hateful. Uh, on November 6th, filmed WNYT promo for Frog and Toad, ran show once, should have probably run it again, went home for the night. Gosh, you went from literally your last weekend of shows to being like on stage running a show within two days. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, it was a
0: lot in my head. <laughs> you have so many times learned shows so quickly. It it blows my mind.
1: It has been so long now so i was gonna do that show this summer which already it had been a long time before since i had done one now i'm like by the time i do a show again i don't know that i will have that skill anymore
0: you and everyone else i guess so yeah yeah that first contract you book everyone's gonna be like now tell me what which is upstage and which is downstage (laughs) again November seventh, you are at home. You watched Back to the Future and made lunch. How very retro! Bum, 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 bum. Uh, that's Star Wars. What's the Back to the Future one? Oh, d- d- I don't think that has a John Williams theme.
1: Who's that? Wow, good for you! Just Thank
0: you. Just pull that out of your beehole. Sure did. A lot of wow. stuff up there. <laughs> Lots
1: of stuff. <laughs> Can't believe you found it. I got to put the rest of it back. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, okay,
1: it reminds me of an old Kenan Thompson character on all that. I just looked it up. It was Bag and, sag and Berry, and he used to just pull out like endless rowboats, just like ridiculous things, bikes, whatever, in, out of his like very baggy pants.
0: <laughs> endless rowboats. <laughs> episode title. Um, okay. Uh, so you got Thai food for dinner and ate with the fam while they ate steak on Dad. What? <laughs> My dad did, um,
1: you know those sushi platters where you lay out naked, like uh, Kim Cattrall and Sex in the City? So my dad did that, Gross.
0: but with steak. Nice red meat just dripping down his body. Naked body. Oh, my God. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty foul, friend. Gross. That's nasty.
1: Wait, okay. Would you rather eat a naked buffet off of your own father or Ooh. off of a... An unshowered Lindsey Graham, and he's just run his very first marathon.
0: Oh, God. So he's all chafey. Um, Probably Lindsey Graham. I mean, if countless gay escorts can grin and bear it, then I probably could, too. (laughs) It'd be less shocking than doing it off my dad. Can't handle that idea. Would you rather eat a vegan buffet off of your naked father or red meat off of your naked sister?
1: Definitely vegan buffet off of my naked father. Either way, it's atrocious so why would i not at least get the vegan out of it
0: <laughs> okay fair <laughs> that was easy i don't know why that seemed easy to you it seems far more complicated to me than that
1: would you rather eat off your father or your sister
0: oh gross um <laughs> you say it gross as though you didn't just pose this exact same question to me i know but now i'm thinking of my own sister <laughs> yeah neither delete delete okay take it back <laughs> Would you rather eat a butt pancake? Oh God, butt pancakes from again! From someone you found very attractive, or do a shot of room temperature come from someone you found repulsive, hmm. and you had to watch both come out, so you couldn't divorce oh. the two in your brain? In your okay, mind.
1: cool, cool, cool. Well, so I'm gonna watch them like they just come a lot the one time or I have to sit there and keep watching them masturbate over and over.
0: No, no, no. Okay, so just a lot the one time. So I would say here, let, let me let me just pose it to you this way. Uh, would you rather eat a butt pancake from timothy chalamet mm. or drink a full let's say well let's just say like a a rocks pour of cum from um is it on the rocks sorry a neat pour <laughs> <laughs> a neat uh. pour like in a rocks glass of cum from um let's see here who do you find repulsive uh you can
1: save it I, it's timothy chalamet no problem is okay. he gonna douche
0: first <laughs> yeah yeah it's not a poop pancake it's just totally a butt pancake.
1: yep timothy chalamet and that guy looks squeaky clean honestly and i bet he and he's like french and like i don't know i feel like he'd really make it an artisanal pancake it'd be great
0: an artisanal butt pancake okay well thanks so much <laughs> <laughs> episode title
1: stop naming this
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um okay so you ate steak off your dad uh watched or you I saw i don't think that's what happened. <laughs> shut up i'm reading the journal you saw amanda and her boyfriend at hannah's mom's house mm-hmm. tcby with meredith good lord that's a lot of people in one day you know what seeing this many people in one day feels very irresponsible but just because of <laughs> pandemic i used to do it all the time like you're being Although, very social i don't know about this it used to kind of exhaust me i would do it all
1: the time i would like hang out with someone in the morning someone else in the afternoon and someone else in the evening like pack my free days with socializing i just yeah. want to You know, I want to get it all in, but it is every time I'd be like wiped afterward. Don't have to worry about that anymore because you never wipe Um, on (laughs) what I was saying. (laughs) I do want a bidet for Christmas Hear That mom bidet.
0: Tushy. Okay. I got that. Um, all right. I appreciate that. (laughs) You got it. Sick. No, I do not have your bidet. Um, on November 7th... Oh, sorry. It's still November 7th. We haven't gotten through this damn day. You ran lines. Your mom brought your cosmetic bag to the hotel for you. Mom, could you bring my makeup bag to the hotel, please? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Final line of this day. Real fucking depressing. SNL hosted by Donald. Oh, yikes. Fuck uh, NBC. I, also, I they're I completely I, responsible for him because of the fucking apprentice. I re- yeah, they. I mean, they are. They actually saved him. Ooh. Here's a recommendation for you. This is going to be so old by the time this comes out. Uh, So Sunday, November 22nd, um, the episode of Up First on NPR, which is like my daily news podcast. It's usually 15 or 20 minutes of headlines and news from NPR. I love it. Uh-huh. Um, but they don't usually have an episode on Sundays. And yesterday they put out an episode, and it was an episode of a different um, NPR podcast. This podcast hosted by this woman who... I can't remember if she hosts a podcast or wrote a book called Trump Inc. Either way, she has made her entire like career on reporting on, um, Donald businesses. And it was just like talking about all the potential, legal ramifications of things that will happen once he's out at the white house. And like what, like the trouble that his businesses are in and all this kind of stuff. It was great. I thought it was going to be really heavy. I started listening to it while I was drinking coffee on a Sunday morning thinking this is not how I want to start my Sunday, but I found it very entertaining. It was really good reporting, but like upbeat, like just kind of like here are the facts, but we're not getting mired down in too many, too much like conjecture. Like, you know, it just, it felt nice. I listened to it as well. She called him the Houdini of the business world because yes, she, she absolutely
1: did. Yep. What, what felt light about it was that she, I mean, I, I will not put anything past that fucking degenerate human, but she said he's gotten out of deep shit many many times before, but like no matter what, watching him do it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be really hard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, she said that like he was, you know, in a in a really Bad place business wise before, uh, whatever Mark, what's his face, came along and offered him the apprentice. And then that made him like cash cash rich, it made his public image higher. So it was easier Branding, for him to, yeah. yeah, for him to get money to like so he could raise debt for new business ventures and all this kind of stuff. So, yes, you're completely right about that. Also, I do feel like Lauren Michaels, it like tries to take some sort of like moral high ground with SNL as a like a like as a cultural. Uh, mouthpiece but also he's very culpable in doing things like like him and jimmy fallon like together made funny goofy likable during the early days of the of the 2016 election it was uh there was a real responsibility from them that they abdicated i think as like purveyors of of media and um and and, like social commentary
1: there are just so 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 many reasons and there will be many more books about it in the future about how that man wrote the position he did and Almost none of them, except for the fact that he's morally bankrupt, almost none of them are his credit. He didn't do anything to get here. It is so many people and situations enabling him. He was in the right place with the right privilege and stumbled ass backwards into that role. That's very well put. Very succinct.
0: <laughs> um, Back to the journal. Let's get through a couple more days here. On November 8th, you had your first show of Frog and Toad. It went pretty well. About a thousand people at the palace. Wow. That's, that's a big fun. crowd. Yeah. Um, so nice having mom and dad see it. They loved it and are very supportive. Who is that second person? Oh, uh, I I don't know. Someone I I didn't recognize the name. Mom and Brad. I don't know what Brad. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know either. <laughs> Must be her boyfriend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you think your mom will ever date again? Um,
1: I hope so. There is this guy she's known since high school that recently reached out and was like, You're the most beautiful woman. I've had a crush on you since high school. And you know, I'd love to get together sometime. Um I, I would love her to, um, I don't know, maybe investigate that. I don't know if she will or not, but I, I would like her to. I think she oh, deserves okay. to.
0: I think she deserves to as well. Don't even know the lady. I want to see her happy, though. On November 9th, you had a show for 2,000 kids at the palace. Goodness, 2,000 children. Yikes. Nightmare. I know. (laughs) Um, Didn't do well, but it went well overall. Having trouble singing the simplest melody. Went home and helped dad move furniture. Who? Was any of it full of drugs? (laughs) (laughs) Was it full of drugs? (laughs) Uh, All right. November 10th, it's the first day of, quote, touring. Um, Albany Academy is beautiful. Worked out health insurance and picked a new primary, so I'm good until the summer. Thanks ACA. Thanks Obama. But but seriously, November 11th show at Albany Med. Oh
1: yeah, we did a show for the hospital kids. We did oh, like at a hospital. scaled down version. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, was really happy to do that show. Drove home for Weibo's birthday. Gave her fifty dollars. <laughs> My God, you're giving your grandma money? I just sent her so- a check. It
1: was just her birthday, and I sent her another uh,
0: check for $50. <laughs> she, she loves money. You
1: give your grandma an extra dollar every year um, as she gets older, but then she, I capped her at 50 I couldn't go beyond that.
0: <laughs> uh, just so she can buy provisions for Cuba at Walmart?
1: Yes, literally. Bags and bags and bags that she somehow carts to Cuba. There is something deeper going on with this lady. I don't know what
0: it is, but I can't wait to find out one day. What are you waiting for? The memoir to drop? <laughs> just, she's in negotiations with her publishers right now. <laughs> Like the time is now, bitch. She's not gonna last forever. Sit her down. Hey, how and ask her dare questions. you talk with my <laughs> precious grandma that
1: way?
0: <laughs> oh, precious is a word. Um, <laughs> it is on the twelfth of November. You had a show at Special Needs slash Orphan School. The kids loved it. Um, saw Grandma and Meredith and Emma. Grandma and who the fuck is Grandma? I didn't see my grandma. I think you did. Saw Meredith with gra- saw Grandma with Meredith and Emma. The movie Grandma. Oh, what movie is that?
1: I don't remember, but I'm, but I know it's a movie because I certainly didn't take these two castmates to go see my grandma several hours away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 kind of wish you would have. I, I totally forgot about this movie. It's actually a great movie. It's uh, with Lily Tomlin uh, playing the grandma of Julia Garner, who is Ruth in Ozark. Oh, really? Yeah, it's excellent. Oh, fascinating! I completely I love forgot Lily about it. Tomlin,
0: and I love Ruthie put that on the list of movies i'll never watch cool. um uh, okay so on november 13th you had two shortened shows works way better with shivers and christmas cut
1: oh yeah it's this whole show is like a vignette so it's pretty easy to remove parts that we just don't f- enjoy
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> great you're getting paid to do a really good job um you ate chipotle in between shows and then that night you had wine and pizza at your cousin's place Uh puzzle was fun so you did a puzzle that night you do love a puzzle I do love a puzzle. Next time I see Weebo and my
1: mom, I want to get a puzzle. So Weebo spends most of her time in her room, which, again, was my room growing up that I was kicked out of unceremoniously. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I think a puzzle might be the only way in which my mother, my grandmother and I would all sit around a table and uh, do an
0: activity together. She loves puzzles. She loves puzzles. Does she still see quite well? I just I'm picturing like a gnarled old finger, you know how like old lady <laughs> fingers that turn at the first joint, you know, trying to get the little pieces. Um, she sees fine, I think, and her hands are like I guess a little gnarled,
1: like very quintessential old lady hand, but she's still very active with them. Hand jobs to strangers, that kind of stuff. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Oh my God! No, no she's at uh,
1: boundaries. She knits. <laughs> she knits a lot. She sews. She's been making masks recently, for, which for you know a, a trumper is is strange. Um, <gasps> but she's oh. very um uh, what's the word tactile? She's very tactile still.
0: Okay. Um. First of all, is she like knitting masks? Because that doesn't sound terribly effective. Or is she like sewing them?
1: No, she's not knitting them. She's um. Uh, it's chainmail actually. <laughs> <laughs> No, she uh, she's wearing masks
0: she's okay she's crafty and but she's like very good at it so I was at the post office the other day here in our little town in Colorado and the woman that was helping me was this very nice uh like young lesbian woman uh and I just really enjoyed her but then the woman next to her was this like kind of garbage human who was wearing a lace mask a black lace mask I could see her mouth behind it it was under her nose. And also, I'm pretty sure it was made out of either a bra or a pair of panties. It was like sexy black lace that I could see directly through. I was like, "What am I looking at right now?" So you're this saying is it was wrong sexy. On so many, <laughs> on so many levels. It was uh, like what is the point? Why do you have that on your Garbage. face? People feel like they're like making a point or something. It's stupid. And it looked So crazy.
1: Well, she's selfish and doesn't give a fuck about anyone else. Yeah,
0: that's true. Okay, listen. That was November 13th. Let me do this one final day so we can get through two square weeks if that's okay. Sounds good. Uh, Into the month of November, that is. Made up some serious time this episode. Love it. Or leave it. Or list it. Um, Oh. November 14th, you were bored in the morning, then went home, helped rearrange furniture again. What is going on in this house? I don't fucking know. uh... Uh, You got a cheeseless pizza. Attacks on France bring out the racism in Republicans. Hope people can listen to Obama. Uh, That was probably the the Eagles of Death Metal attack, right? I don't remember at all.
1: Oh, was this the concert? Yeah. What was it? Can you explain?
0: Uh, There's a band, a very popular band called the Eagles of Death Metal. They actually have... A, this is so fucking gay. They have a collaboration with Kesha on her second to last – or on two albums ago. Um, and they were doing a – playing a packed show in Paris. Um, it was at a very, like, popular music venue slash club there. Um, and um, there was a, a, a mass shooting. Why do I say it brings out the racism in Republicans? Probably because it was – I think it was a um, – like – Islamic, or I think it was an Islamic fundamentalist terrorist. Um, oh. So Sure, so they're screaming about
1: that, but like white domestic terrorism is cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Honor Kyle Rittenhouse. Make him right, a judge. Right.
0: Uh, <laughs> make him a judge. <laughs> Give this kid a scholarship. Um, that was right around the time where <laughs> was starting to whip up a bunch of uh, frenzy about banning uh, people that didn't look like him in his presidential campaign.
1: Hey, guess what? We're gonna to get to overturn that pretty soon.
0: We're gonna to get to overturn that, but in your uh in the next year of the journal, we're gonna to get to a very dark oh place. God. Oh Jesus. We have to relive that fucking whole year, the last part of twenty sixteen. Dad happens, happens, it ain't good. We're like a episode or two away from getting uh into that dreaded year. It's just the end that sucks. The year I got married. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, it was good up until the the end uh uh-huh, it sure was okay that does it for this week michael did we hear from any listeners this week yeah we heard from uh here for
1: you co we are looking for models and brand ambassadors who support the body positivity movement so. stop
0: reading spam
1: <laughs> Um, but there is a very sweet message I wanted to read from one of our friends over at Plant Daddy Podcast, who we've mentioned before earlier in this series, and he just had a lovely message that I wanted to share. Hey guys, so I was among those who got completely out of my podcast listening habits since working from home beginning at the beginning of March. Between the global pandemic, civil unrest, political chaos, natural disasters, and so on. Yikes, what a fucking year. Um, I was completely <laughs> sidetracked from the recreational media consumption. Now that the election is more or less resolved and mostly favorable. I've switched from NPR all day, every day, yeah, just like (laughs) me, back to my favorite podcasts, and yours was my priority, which is very sweet of him to say. With several months of episodes to catch up on, yours has been the only podcast I've listened to at all during COVID, besides editing my own, so it was really wonderful to sit down for a several days long binge. And wow, I could have taken notes to specifically mention all the content that resonated with me, but suffice it to say, you guys are great, and it felt like catching up with old friends. Now I'm facing the bittersweet reality of waiting for each new episode, uh, but I have no regrets. Hope
0: all is well. Honestly, so sweet. Also, coming from another podcast host, we... You know, it's a it's a weird time. It's a weird year. Your listenership means the world to us, and, uh, and honestly, the podcast
1: camaraderie, the gay podcast camaraderie.
0: <laughs> yeah, hearing from you also means the the world to us, and by you, I do mean listeners in general. Uh, hearing every week from uh, from those of you that choose to reach out, uh, it really. It's, we probably don't say it enough, but it's really special. It makes it so worthwhile to know that there are people out there that are listening, that are connecting with things that we're saying. Uh, so much of this is just silly, us like joking around and being best friends together, um, and the fact that it matters to people uh, matters to us. So thank you very much. So Cam, okay, if folks want more of this stupid little show where can they find us <laughs> <laughs> you'd be nice to our stupid little show they can find us at mybestfriendsjournal.com they can find us at mattbomersabs.com they can find us on instagram at mbfjpodcast they can email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com they can visit our website and our merch store at mybestfriendsjournal.com
1: we got mybestfriendsjournal.com in there twice but it's great it's so oh, good you should check it out twice <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah shit i did say it at the beginning and the end Bookends, baby um and as always rate review subscribe wherever you find your podcast specific iTunes helps get us uh, noticed by other people. And we appreciate the effort on your part. That about does it for this week until next time, Mike, always remember two dicks is not necessarily better than one, but our 76 sticks
1: better than one. Can you imagine?
0: <laughs> Blow those trombones. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And for today's sound check, I have um, selected a little bit of modern poetry that I have recently committed to memory. Um, It's something that I think really exemplifies the times and all that is good and right in the world. So it goes something like this. Look, I need a hard hitter. I need a deep stroker. I need a handy drinker. I need a weed smoker. Not a garden snake. I need a king cobra with a hook in it. Hope it lean over. He's got some money. Then that's where I'm headed. Pussy A1, just like his credit. He's got a beard. I'm trying to wet it. I let him taste. Now he's diabetic. I don't want to spit. I want to gulp. I want to gag. I want to choke. I want you to touch that little dangly thing that swings in the back of my throat. My head game is fire. Panani Dasani. It's going in dry and it's coming out soggy. I run on that thing like the cops was behind me. I spit on this mic and he's trying to sign me. Woo.